0: What's shaking Fire Nation, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1871 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. It's time, Fire Nation, to accomplish your number one goal in 100 days, so visit thefreedomjournal.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Frank Ford. Frank, are you prepared to ignite
1: Yes, and I'm excited to ignite with you, and I'm so happy to be part of episode 1871.
0: (laughs) Yes, Frank Fire Nation has had a successful career in the entertainment industry for the last 25 years, and is one of the founding members and partner of 4 Day Weekends, a comedy institution in Texas. Frank, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life.
1: I do uh, improvisation for a living. And uh, we started a four day weekend 20 years ago. We just (gasps) celebrated. our 20th anniversary on March 9th I know it's hard to believe we've been around that long and what was really funny about it was is that when we started the show it was for a six week run that's it we're gonna do six weeks and before we knew it six weeks turned into six months six months turned into six years and six years turned into 20 and here we are still doing what we love to do 20 years later and I get to do it with my best friends every day so it's a lot of fun Ugh,
0: amazing stuff and Frank what would you say over the these past twenty plus years, you've grown into as your area of expertise. What is that specialty?
1: You know, on stage when you improvise, uh, the audience members—it's kind of like whose line is it anyway? They give you suggestions, and you take any suggestion from the audience, and then you do scenes and songs based on those suggestions. Well, improvisation teaches you to be present, to be in the moment. You do not have time to judge the suggestion, and you don't have time to judge each other's decisions on stage. When you're improvising, you're just going with whatever. And the only way you can do that is to be a yes-end person. So when something is happening on stage, whatever the decision is, we go with it and we yes-end it until the end and see kind of where it goes. And so one of the great things about getting to do improvisation for the last 20 years is that It's really retrained and reprogrammed my brain, uh, to go from what most people have as a default, which is kind of no or no, but to yes, end. So anything that comes my way now, even offstage in life with uh, my personal relationships or business, I default to yes, end versus no, but. So it's really, it's really now just part of my life, everyday life. And, and I'm beyond thankful for it because it's opened up so many more doors than the default of no but would have opened.
0: <laughs> so what don't we know about improv, Frank, that as entrepreneurs, we probably should? I mean, we know the yes and. What don't we know?
1: Well, here's the thing. I said that we are improvisers. But the truth of the matter is, is that We are all improvisers uh, in life. You and I did not have a transcript of this conversation. We're just kind of winging it and speaking to each other. You're going to speak to somebody today uh, just off the cuff in the hallway or near the water cooler, wherever you are. None of that's scripted. So we're all improvising every single day. Uh, The only thing that we are going to talk about is that since, hey, since we're already improvisers, what are some things that you can do if you think about yourself as an improviser now to enhance the improvisation that you do in your everyday life. And, you know, you can improvise, we all can improvise in a positive environment or a negative environment. And uh, if you really, really think about yourself as an improviser and willing to take risks and, and, you know, not be afraid of the unknown, which is what improv is all about, we never know where we're going, we only know where we've been. If you're willing to do those types of things, then I think that that would be a benefit to your life. And that's something that I don't think people think of themselves as. They don't think of themselves as an improviser, but we all are.
0: Frank, 20 years of comedy does not necessarily mean 20 years of nonstop laughter because it's just the reality of life, my (laughs) friends. I mean, sometimes you just, you know, you lay a fat one and it just happens. So talk to us about your worst Entrepreneurial moment to date, Frank. Don't pull any punches. Take us down right. to that moment. Tell us that <laughs> story.
1: Okay. Ah. Uh, wow. All right. I'm going to have to say, for us as an organization or a business, it would have been September 15th, 2008. In Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, we were doing a corporate gig because uh, we travel all over the country and do uh, uh, corporate gigs for Fortune 500 companies, and that happened to be the day that uh, the Lehman and uh, Lehman Brothers investment firm uh, filed for bankruptcy.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Right, right. So, so here we are in the middle of the Great Recession, and up to that point, our business, a lot of our revenue streams, uh, came from corporate work in the form of corporate entertainment. Well, here we are on a corporate gig, which happened to be for a banking software company, Mm. ironically. And this headline comes out and we knew, uh uh-oh, There's not going to be money for corporate entertainment moving forward. As you know, when all that news came out, there were a lot of companies that caught some flack for having parties, corporate parties or corporate entertainment like AIG, amongst others. And so what happened was a lot of corporations tightened their purse strings. So for our business, that was a huge thing because our revenue streams dried up that way. And what we had to do now was come up with another way to generate revenue based on the revenue we lost because of all that. So that was a, that was a dark day for us.
0: So what's the lessons learned there? Like looking back, knowing that was just something that kind of came out of nowhere, kind of cold cocked you guys and left you stunned. Well, what's the lessons learned? Like, what do you want fire nation to take away and apply to our businesses, to our lives?
1: The thing that yes. And and improvisation taught us or has taught us is that no matter what comes our way, uh, we're, we're going to absorb it and find a workaround. Uh, you, you know, in our world, there are no bad ideas. There are no mistakes. Um, there are no wrong answers. There are only higher and lower percentage choices. So when you look at things that way, and, and this was a big one, this was a very a very bad thing that, that kind of happened. We said, OK, you, you know, now we've got to find a, a workaround and we're going to use our yes and philosophy uh, Uh, to do it. So what we did was we started to think, well, all right, uh, as they say, uh, necessity is the mother of invention. Mm. So as opposed to panicking, what we did was we started to talk about, okay, what what could we do to replace those revenue streams uh, with corporations? Now, I worked in corporate America before leaving to uh, do 40 Weekend full-time uh, with my business partners, David Wilk and David Ahern. And uh, what I knew from corporate America was is that they didn't always have money for corporate entertainment. However, there's always money for continuing education. <laughs> so what we started to do then was – it forced us to come up with a keynote mm. uh, so that we could give workshops, yes and workshops uh, in the form of a keynote or motivational speaking. And what that did was that opened up a whole Pandora's box of opportunities. And, and that became the fastest growing and is still the fastest uh, or biggest part uh, fastest growing, biggest growing part of our business to this day. Uh, the book that we wrote was based on that keynote. And the fact that I'm on your show talking about it is all based on that. So that dark, dark day led to the keynote, which led to the book, which led to this interview. So again, we came up with a yes and workaround solution. And the thing we learned is that after that, man, there there was nothing that life could throw at us that we didn't think we could Yes, and our way around.
0: Fire Nation, (laughs) that is a pure prime example of how to take lemons and make lemonade. I mean, things are going to happen in your business. They're going to happen in your life. This is the world that we live in. How are you going to adjust? How are you going to pivot? How are you going to think outside of the box and say, okay, this avenue is no longer working, but let's try this avenue or that avenue. Who knows? It could lead to bigger and better things as Frank just shared. Now, Frank, that was a huge aha moment. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you've had a lot of great ideas over the years, but you don't do this for 20 years. We have had a lot of really good ideas. What's one of the greatest aha moments you've had to date? Take us to that moment. Tell us that story.
1: One of the great ideas that we had was incorporating social media into our live show. Now, we're we're in a theater. Our show's out of the four-day weekend theater in Sundance Square in Fort Worth. And so being a theater group, comedy group, we have we subscribe to a certain decorum uh that that exists within a theater setting well there was a period of time when smartphones uh started to really be used in public in in a way that we we hadn't adapted to yet as a society, right? So, so you know, uh, because now you had phones uh, with cameras and you could check in on Facebook and you could do all this stuff. You see people that would be going to dinner and as opposed to talking to each other, they would be taking pictures of their food. This was a new thing, a new phenomenon now that we had cameras on our phones and we could record things. And so what that did with our show was people were constantly on their phones during the live performance, either uh, recording the show to watch later or they were tweeting or or they were texting. And so it was very distracting to us, the performers on stage, to look out into an audience and see their face light up blue because they knew they we knew that they were on their phone doing stuff. And we thought, oh, that's kind of rude, you know. So we would put up a slideshow and tell the audience, you know, hey, put your phones away, you know, do uh, we don't want any distractions. We were admonishing and chastising the audience for being on uh their smartphones or cell phones. Until one day, and this is the great thing about having a yes-end culture like we do at four-day weekend, our lighting and uh sound guy uh came up with an idea. He approached us and 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 we yes-ended his idea into what I think is a great idea uh, that we had lately. Um From our perspective, these people were being rude. But from our lighting and technical director's standpoint up in the booth, he was looking down on an audience, and he was seeing a completely different thing. This is why you have to honor each other's perspective. Everybody has a different perspective. I have been in over 5,000 shows, but I have never seen one of our shows because I'm in the show. But our technical director has seen all of the shows, and what he saw was a bunch of people on their phones, and what were they doing? Well, they were they were giving us great reviews. They were giving us five-star reviews. They were tweeting about how great the show is. So here we are admonishing this audience for being on their phones. And meanwhile, they're giving us all kinds of, you know, glowing remarks and great reviews. And and we're telling them to put your phones away. Don't do that. And so we talked with him. And after that, we yes-ended it into saying, hey, he suggested instead of telling them to put their phones away, why don't we ask these people to, Pick a picture from their camera roll at intermission, and we'll go through their pictures. Uh, they can post it to our Facebook page at intermission. We'll pick two or three pictures. We'll put it up after intermission. We'll interview the person whose picture it is, and then we'll do a scene based on the photo that they took. And it en- it ended up being a great content idea for the show, which we still have in the show today. Now, here's the ripple effect of that great idea. What do you think happened when all these people now were posting their photos on our Facebook page? Well, that was that many more people giving us five-star reviews and great reviews and likes. And then what was the ripple effect of all of that? Well, when we went to go to publishers on uh, uh, throughout the country for our book, one of the things they asked us was, hey, what's your social media presence like? Well, if you go to our Facebook page, uh, you'll see that we have uh, the most likes, uh, the most five-star reviews of any improv group in the country. Ooh. Yeah. So, so that became a huge selling point that we would have never imagined, could have never imagined with the publisher of our book. And it all came out of the Yes End idea to say, hey, let's incorporate social media into our show versus telling these people to put their phones away that was an aha moment we we were fighting uh you know technology and the way things were going and then it, it came to us no no no. just go with the flow just go with the flow we're twig on a mighty stream just embrace it man you know have fun with it let's put it in the show and use social media as part of the show and then it led to uh You know our social media traffic going through the roof. And that really helped us secure a publisher for the book. So there you go.
0: So Frank, I can hear it in your voice, the enthusiasm, the excitement. I mean, 20 years have gone by and you still love what you do. It's just so awesome. So what today, right now, is the one thing you're most fired up about?
1: I'm gonna have to say, since we did a a local morning TV show talking about the SN philosophy, and now getting to talk to you about the SN philosophy, uh, I really do think it's getting to share the yes and philosophy with a group of new people like yourself and uh, and your listeners. Um, that really gets me fired up. I am passionate about this. Um, I live it. I believe it, and, and I want to share it with people so that they can use yes and in their everyday lives. That that really does get me going.
0: Fire Nation. I hope that you are fired up about using yes and philosophy in your life because it's a good one and if you think that frank's been dropping value bombs well you're right and if you think that he's done you're wrong the lightning round's coming up as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors what do music owners and a franchise have in common Well, if you love music and you've thought about one day owning a franchise, then School of Rock is a children's services franchise you should definitely check out. School of Rock is a network of over 200 locations and 25,000 students worldwide. And School of Rock owners love their business because they get to pass the torch of musicality to a new generation of musicians within their community and operate a profitable business at the same time. School of Rock is a network of over 200 locations and 25,000 students worldwide and the program gets kids up on stage and playing at real rock venues in addition to taking them on tour offering recording opportunities and having them workshop with accomplished musicians entrepreneur magazine even named school of rock 2017's number one child enrichment program Want to learn more? School of Rock has put together an exclusive download just for you. Visit franchising.schoolofrock.com. Contact the School of Rock team and tell them Entrepreneurs on Fire send you. That's franchising.schoolofrock.com. I get a lot of questions about my daily habits, specifically around my morning routine. Something I've always loved about my mornings, my coffee. But I kept finding that with coffee, I'd get a great rush of energy, followed by a quick crash. And that more often than not, I get this acidic burn in my stomach. Thankfully, not too long ago, I heard about another type of coffee on Ben Greenfield's podcast that could help me with all of this. Mushroom coffee from Four Sigmatic. Mushroom coffee. Yes, but it doesn't actually taste like mushrooms. It tastes just like regular coffee. And I love that it gives me a strong and steady energy force that lasts the entire day. Thanks to the active ingredients, lion's mane mushroom. See for yourself. Visit foursigmatic.com slash fire and enter promo code fire for 15% off your order today. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G M A-T-I-C dot com slash fire. Promo code FIRE. Frank, are you ready to rock the lightning rounds?
1: I am indeed, yes. <laughs>
0: what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: I had a great job in corporate America. Um I worked for a really, really good company. And the hardest part, uh I was, you know, um almost 10 years into my tenure at that company when we reached a crossroads with four-day weekend and my dear friend and business partner david wilt said to me he said hey listen we've been doing comedy and 40 weekend on the side and treating it as a hobby and we're going to keep getting hobby results unless we do it full-time all of us all chips in full-time well this meant that i had to leave My job, this meant having to leave a really great salary and stock options and and, and a pension and, you know, health insurance and all kinds of other things. So it was a deviation from what most of us regard as going by the playbook of life. You know, I was doing the thing that I went to school, to college for. I was getting paid well for it. I had security in my job. And now he's being asked to leave to do something that I love to do. But there was no guarantees Uh, The thing that helped me make that decision was once I sat down and thought about it, I knew that I would have regret, uh, the regret of not knowing what we could have done. And once I realized that, you know, A, I'd regret it, and B, could I live with that regret? And the answer was no. Then it made that decision easier to leave. But up until then, it was hard because of the security of, of
0: the job. What's the best advice you've ever received?
1: As a kid, uh, probably my mom's advice to sit up straight, <laughs> and as an adult, <laughs> it, would, uh, it would be a former uh, boss of mine uh, when I had that corporate job, uh, uh, whose name is Gene Sulik, and he said, hey, Frank, you can lead in one of two ways in this life. Um, you can either lead uh, by making people afraid of you, you can lead with an iron fist, and they will fear you, and they will do stuff for you out of fear, fear of losing their job, but they're going to revile you. They'll talk bad about you. They won't like you very much. Or, and here's a crazy idea, you can lead by example and inspire people. And uh, if you inspire people, they're going to want to do things for you, and they're going to want to give you their best to do things for you because they're inspired to do it. And that really – came to be a good piece of advice as the owner uh, of Four Day Weekend. We try to lead by example and inspire everybody who works with us. So that was a really good
0: piece of advice. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success?
1: Active listening. Improv teaches you to wait until the other person is finished saying what they're going to say until they finish their thought so you can continue uh, with yours and build on theirs or add something to the conversation versus just looking at a person and thinking to yourself, God, I can't wait for this person to <laughs> shut up so I can get my great idea out because I'm going to blow their mind as soon as they stop slapping them gums. Uh, so, listening.
0: You <laughs> it recommend one internet resource, what would it be and why?
1: Oh, let's see here. Um, well, I think for us... Uh, uh, internet resource that's been good has been Vimeo. Uh, we do a lot of uh, videos and content, and it has been a really good way for us to store and share a lot of the video content that we're doing, not only with corporate clients, but our fan base that's out there. Um, so we've really enjoyed using Vimeo. That's kind of been a really good thing for us here in the last few years.
0: And if you could recommend one book, Frank, Wolver to Y.
1: Joseph Campbell's The Hero with a Thousand. Faces. I'm a fan of Joseph Campbell and the power of myth and, you know, follow your bliss. But uh, the Hero with a Thousand Faces really speaks to the hero in all of us. You know, the call to adventure, uh, the road that we go on, the path we go on of trials and tribulations on our way to whatever goal we're trying to reach. So... You know, I'm not trying to compare myself to uh, Moses Buddha or Luke Skywalker, but we are all
0: heroes
1: (laughs) (laughs) on our own journey.
0: Frank, let's end today on Fire Brother with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: Life is all about the leap. It's not about the landing. It really isn't. You're going to land somewhere. But if you're unwilling to make the leap, if you're leading a fear-based life and you're fearful to make the leap, you're not living you're surviving. And it doesn't matter. You just need to make the leap in this life. Take a chance. You're going to land somewhere. And that's
0: okay, wherever that is. And the best way we can connect with you?
1: The best way we can connect with me would be to go to fourdayweekend.com, our website, F-O-U-R. It's spelled out, fourdayweekend.com, Or you can find us on Facebook at fourdayweekend.com.
0: Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with FF and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to EOfire.com. Just type Frank in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz. Timestamps, links galore. And Frank, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Thank you very much, John.
0: Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Frank today and check out our free podcasting course so you can create, grow and monetize your podcast. freepodcastcourse.com. I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side.